0: Welcome to episode number 34, Perseverance.
1: This is the Rotated Views Podcast with Jimmy Lee and the crew, giving you life from various perspectives. Welcome to our level. We hope you enjoy the views.
0: All right, you are now tuned into the Rotated Views podcast. I am your host Jimmy Lee Velez. I'm here with Goose, Heck, yep. Gabe and a special guest, family friend Will Rodriguez. Hey guys, really? what's going on? What's up, man? This is awesome. So, uh Will uh is tuning in from North Carolina and he is uh, joining us as a as a guest member just to uh, give us a little input uh, on, on his perspective on life in general. And, uh, you know, the questions that we ask is kind of the same format as we normally do with the normal crew. So with that being said, if you're new, we have a new podcast episode readily available every Tuesday morning. Episode number 34 is titled Perseverance. In this episode, we discuss why some people persevere and others don't. <clears throat> Our stories of perseverance, we discuss whether or not perseverance is connected to goal setting, how to teach kids perseverance its, va- its value, and our outlook on continuing the path to accomplishing our goals. We wrap the episode up with quotes from Newt Gingrich and John D. Rockefeller. So, Rockefeller. Yes. Um, don't forget to download and subscribe. Uh, We are kicking this off with a definition from dictionary.com, and of course, we will define the word perseverance. Perseverance, steady persistence in a course of action, a purpose, a state, etc., especially in spite of difficulties, obstacles, or discouragement. Um, That's pretty much spot on, right? Mm -hmm. Um,
2: All right. I would have to agree. Yeah. How how do you feel about that, Will?
0: Will, do you like that definition?
3: No, I actually, I did. The first word that actually that came up to my mind is determination. Yes. You know, when, you Absolutely. know, you're very persistent, just, Absolutely. you know, you have a purpose. So, so yeah, determination is probably the first word that I thought of.
0: Absolutely. Persistence and uh, consistent. What do you call it? Persistency and consistency. Yep. Right? Yeah. That's awesome. All right. So let's start off with a story. I got this one from wow 4 com. Uh, and is b- written by Byron Pulsifier, uh, and it's titled "Success Comes to Those Who Persevere." And I actually grabbed this excerpt uh, that the author was giving an example for, you know, walking as a baby. So this isn't the whole um, article, but you can go and read that at WowForYou.com. So mm-hmm. the excerpt I grabbed was, "What happens to our perseverance as we age?" He says, there are even more examples of your ability to persevere all through your childhood and teenage years. So what happens to adults that seems to dissuade them from keeping the same workable and necessary attitude and behavior in later years? Sometimes we're conditioned by our upbringing, either through observing the attitudes of our parents or from our peers. Some of this conditioning occurs through the subconscious level. And is assimilated without even recognizing that we have adopted a new attitude and therefore a new behavior. If we see and observe other individuals that are around us say that they cannot do something or learn something, or they that or that they tried and failed and simply gave up, we tend to think that this is a normal behavior. Um, so he gave the example of you know babies walking or learning to walk, right? And he said what. He posed a classic question, which I think we've all like came across when we talk about perseverance and, 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 and like Will said, having a purpose and continuing on with that, you know, persistency. What's the difference between a baby continuing uh, to, to try to walk, you know, when it goes from, when a child goes from crawling to walking, and an adult just simply giving up on something, right? And it's just a classic question: What's the difference? What dissuades them? And he kind of gives brief explanation of this could be you know their upbringing. It's basically their conditioning. Yeah. And and my one of my favorite um, authors, uh, Bob Proctor, he talks about paradigm shifts. And paradigm shifts are basically our conditioning. So it's how we think. Mm-hmm. Our our environment creates that paradigm for us, conditions us to think a certain way, and in us thinking a certain way. We then act a certain way, so that yeah. brings us into that paradigm, so we're acting out of that paradigm. It's not that some people might say that's ignorance, some people might say you know whatever it is, but it's how they say uh, you don't, you do what you know kind of thing right. um, so so I mean, what, what do you guys think is that is that what, what is that what it is for adults? Do you feel like they just keep getting beat up?
1: to be put it in a weird way I'll like, say a baby doesn't know any better yeah, I was just yeah. About to say it yeah yeah because so it's like just- yeah like. You, when you're young, you don't understand that type of stuff. So as you grow older, you know life wears on you. So you you have a understanding of what failure is, and you know you feel like you you're more prone to that quote unquote. You can always oh obviously you can persevere and overcome it, but but you can always. But a baby doesn't know any of that doesn't understand that and just does whatever they they think they need to do at that time to try to you know, right. walk or crawl or whatever it is.
0: Right, and I also think that the example is a little unfair. I mean, because a baby crawling to walking is really instinctual. Whereas someone sure. giving up on a goal that's, is not necessarily like an instinct.
4: Well that's what I was gonna say. Eventually the baby's gonna walk. Yeah. Sometimes there's you put in a situation where people kinda do just give up and they can't because they can't go no more. Yeah. So that that's not gonna like it's not the, yeah. The, yeah, that drive it's the, is not gonna continue.
0: Right. Um yeah, I mean I, I think I think it is interesting. But I also I think one of the key components um to that is is the encouragement or the environment, right? Yeah. The paradigm, let's so to speak, yeah. that that yeah. child is around. So if a parent is constantly trying to pick up the baby and trying to get them to walk, yeah. Yeah. Um, which is also different, where we're adults and we're trying to attain some you know level of accomplishment, and no one's cheering us on. If anything, a lot of people are bringing us down yeah. and hating on yeah, you know the the project or the movement or what you're trying to do. Yeah. So I always found that a fascinating example because it's I don't think it's fair. Um, but I get the it's a general concept that because yeah. it's not just with crawling it's like what what happens why is a, a little kid so determined to to you know learn how to ride a bike on two wheels or something uh, yeah. it's just that and I think I think what I guess it was Gabe I don't know if you you or heck somebody said it was they don't know any better yeah, yeah right it was Gabe I think I think that's probably possibly one of the best and. Uh, in going into if you if you go to any new industry, if, if it's if it's trading the markets, if it's, uh, you know, like a small business, if it's um, like, for me, example, uh, when I learned how to play tennis at, at Temple University, I didn't know what to expect. I just stopped or, or me writing my book or me putting out that album. People told me, dude, do you realize, like if I knew what the work was going to entail beforehand, I probably wouldn't have done it. I don't yeah. know. I can't say, yeah. right? Yeah. But I did it out of, not, I guess, basically a form of ignorance. Like yeah. I didn't know any better. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And I yeah. think that's what just kept me going because I didn't know how much work it was going to was Exactly. It was you don't have face.
1: the expectations of what goes yeah. behind that, so you're just doing it and you're yeah. figuring it out along the way. You keep doing it
2: until, yeah, I guess, you fail or something. It's like a little kid climbing on the couch. He keeps climbing on it and jumping climbing and jumping until you keep telling them to stop doing that. They're not understanding why you're telling them to stop doing that right? until they actually fall. The high Yeah, the high yeah, Until they actually understand why you're saying it.
0: But now. you always say uh, it's all fun until someone gets poked in the eye or something like that. Uh, it's, it's all, all fun in games, games until so someone loses an eye. Yeah. Yeah, that's mad negative thinking. Yeah. Because I actually read <laughs> part of a book I read was talking about that. Oh, no. It was uh, by author uh, Les Brown. He said his mom talked to him like that she was always like uh you know like um you know go outside and and make sure you uh i I forget what what the example was but it was basically like that oh you're gonna get hurt if you guys keep playing rough it was like it gave us that negative like outlook like no matter what we're doing we're gonna get hurt yeah right they kind of put that you know whatever did you did you live by that saying will keep messing around you're gonna get hurt uh i wouldn't actually i don't know yeah i learned from my own experience
3: and and i think it doesn't matter if someone you know growing up if someone told me you keep doing it and um you're gonna see what happens you know what i don't know what's gonna happen so i'm gonna keep doing it yeah so guess what it happened yeah i'm like well that person was definitely right it did happen yeah so um yeah you know my parents would tell me hey you know you keep doing it you're gonna hurt yourself (laughs) <laughs> but, but, yeah, I wouldn't hurt myself. is that, until, but is that like <laughs> You a, learn by experience. That's that's you, learn, you learn from experience, and yeah. it doesn't matter how many, tell, how many times you tell someone, you know, I just wouldn't do that if I were you. Uh, don't do this. Don't do that. You know, people are going to do what they feel is right and what they want to do, yep. and they'll learn Absolutely. from their own experience. Yep. Exactly. Um, and kids, you know, um, like, like crawling or walking, they're, they're either watching other kids doing it or they yeah. have the right support around them to yep. do it, and the encouragement, so you know, there's a lot to it.
1: Yeah.
4: Play and, with and fire, even, you get burnt.
1: Yeah, and even similar experiences, you can have different outcomes, so... True. That's true. So why do some people
0: persevere and others don't? And now we're talking just people in general outside of the child realm. Um, do you think this is... Uh, I think we touched upon it last week when um, we were talking about does hard work pay off? Does this stem from kind of what we're saying like this is what we saw uh growing up and it might you know might be that or you know some people are just uh motivated people
4: yeah i think it's like when you have your mindset on something you're going to yeah. succeed it even starts as when you're a kid you want those jordans you want them so bad you, that's all you think about what you keep telling your parents eventually you're just going to have them so that's with when you're i don't know creating something or you have an idea you just keep doing it keep doing it messing with it till it, you perfect it and it comes true
1: yeah yeah. And and the reason why you're doing it is a is a big
4: motivator in terms yeah, of... Yeah, and that's all. You, for the most part, that's all you're thinking day in, day yeah. out. And you just want a good outcome. Yeah, some, and then there are some people who just like, oh yeah, it's a good idea, they try once and that's it, they give up. Like, oh, yeah. right, maybe that wasn't a good idea.
0: Right. So Will, you initially said, once I read that definition of perseverance, you said the first word that popped into your mind was determination. Yes. Why?
3: And, well, because I, I thought of myself. In fact, you guys talked about my endeavor academically in episode six um <laughs> you know, never give up. got a list of, a little,
2: of episodes where we he got it nice <laughs> it's, it's
3: just a little plug you know this, this is from my notes uh so basically yes determination in my example i started from nothing community college and um i actually went to the same school that hector went trade school i did three years only to find out in at the uh, community college that none of my credits would transfer oh, well. so at that time i was already working full-time so why would i want to go through all that in mm-hmm. fact it was just i was determined to do it for myself and i said you know it's just something you gotta have the drive you gotta you gotta want to do it and i definitely definitely did not increase my income at all this was just determination i persevered through all the challenges and you know Taking remedial math was not fun at all, but you know what? No one was gonna do it for me. So, so yeah, you know, when you read that, when you read that uh, definition, just uh, I'm not sure why determination was not in there. Maybe it's a whole different definition, you know. So, but that's, so
0: yeah, it's interesting though because you said determination, and I feel like you're right. That's like a key component to yep. persevere. Yeah. Uh, through and I guess that words could be kind of like interchangeable to some extent, but um, yeah, you're right. I mean, you think about the times where, so what Will's Will's talking about in episode six. We're talking about his his little journey on you know accomplishing his uh, his academic goals or whatever. So he, he wanted specific degrees and specific concentrations, and he attained them. Um, uh, ultimately, he he reached his goal. And what we were referring back to was the length, the time it took. And then we were also plugging in kind of what he was saying was he had to redo certain classes. He had to retake certain things because obviously certain credits didn't transfer or whatever. So that takes a person who is determined and perseverance, that kind of mentality, to, to do whatever it takes to make it happen. Um, Well,
3: you also, and you also have to, I also keep in mind that I also had the support around me with my wife. Uh, She actually went with me, and we met with the advisor, and she actually (laughs) felt so bad for me. And she said, I'm so sorry, you have to start all over. And I said, you know, I'm going to do it. So, again, you know, some people don't have the support around them, and they still have determination. I, I think that I give them even more kudos but in my opinion, it's a small scale. But for me, for me, it was a huge accomplishment. But, you know, some people looking at on the outside, be like, you know, hey, other people have done it. Yeah, that's true. But uh, personally, and you guys know me growing up, you guys always make the joke that I was always in school. Well, that's because the first three years didn't really count towards towards uh, community college. So when you guys found out that I was back in school. You're like, geez, that's another what ten years now?
0: So Yeah. I was in yeah.
3: school. But I started in twenty ten and then I finally finished up in uh end of twenty fifteen.
0: Yeah, that, that's that's awesome. Good for you. Yeah. So so Congratulations. Do you think he wants <laughs> thank you. He wants a diploma <laughs> from Heck. Um, <clears throat> so do you think it's 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 ta- uh, tied to goal setting? So do you think perseverance, and it's anyone Uh, is tied to goal setting because you said no one was going to stop you i accomplished my goal so obviously there was a goal there but but does it have to be something that's in stone per se no
3: i don't i don't think i don't think it has to be any goal specific i think some people you know they just persevere through anything every day is a struggle you know And, and and for me it was just i had particular goals but some people don't have any specific goals they just you know they're even living paycheck by paycheck or they're you know constant struggles but they persevere through all that you know they don't give up they just keep going and i i think that's what this is all about
1: well obviously you have like an end goal or something yeah i mean because it can be a generalized thing to put up i think there is like generally there is a end goal that you want to do whether you have little goals along the way too but you do like you said you want your degree or you know you want a barbershop whatever it is you still have that end goal whether yeah. and, you know along the way
4: and, and it definitely makes it easier when you do have goals set to like your mind focused on it exactly you want to especially like you say you surround yourself with people who who are positive thinkers and are on the same yep. mindset as you that pushes you to drive Absolutely. as 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 for you to fulfill your goals, because they're fulfilling their goals, and everyone's moving up. And not that it's like a like any kind of competition, but everyone wants to succeed at the same time or exactly. succeed at what their their goal sets are.
0: Yeah. So so going going to that whole you know knowing what your goals are, but then Gil- or Will also said something about you know every day is a struggle. Um, and and when you said that. And kind of going on that like survival mode. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it reminded me of a book. It was like a, a mandatory reading titled "Night," oh, yeah. uh, written by Ellie Weisel. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I might be butchering the the person's author. name, Ellie the author. <coughs> yeah. uh, but "Night" is uh, was about his experience with his father in uh, Nazi Germany concentration camps, yeah. um, and oh, he us. explained this, and he survived. Right, he was a survivor and he wrote about like his experience. So, going back to what Will was saying, his only goal was just to survive, he just wanted to just make it out, right? Yeah, Yeah. um, and in the conditions that these people had to endure, uh, just to basically survive, there's not like, oh man, I want to save up to buy a Porsche, right? There's no like, holy crap, I want to endure to you know, to get that (laughs) big, beautiful mansion that you know, that I want, or buy that you know, buy that beautiful ring for my wife.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the outside looking in, sometimes people don't see the struggle. They just see this, like the success of someone's, like, oh my god, he got a big house, he got the car that he wanted. People don't see that daily struggle every day, because most of the time you don't. You're you're so hard working out to get to that point. You're not. You don't have time to like complain about it. You're just yeah. busy trying to get there. Yeah. You're trying to do what has to get done on a daily basis. Yeah,
0: I mean that that's that's something that we we talked about before. I, I don't know what episode it was, but we
2: did talk about. Will, do you know what episode that was, Will? We got it all written <laughs> down. Uh, Let it me. Uh, I got a <laughs> of the, the flipping papers. <laughs> <laughs> He's like thumbing through some notes over there. Like, he got a
0: Rolodex. You <laughs> got pages and pages of notes over there. No, but um, uh, we talked about looking. I I guess it was. I guess the the manipulation of image. So when you look at somebody like, a, like an athlete, you're talking about an athlete that purposely purchases fake jewelry.
4: Yeah. Mm.
0: Um, and, and it was just so he had the image because in his mind, he was saying, no one knew what was real and what wasn't real and there's no way I'm spending 10 grand on a watch or
4: $45,000 on this yeah. chain and when his, it looked the same as at everyone his else. his status, no one was going to question it either. Yeah. yeah, he was a millionaire. That's, that's so crazy. no one
0: questioned him and he had all this fake jewelry, fake everything. Yeah. Um, but But... Going back on the other end, us, we just see that and we just say, wow, $45,000 chain, a $10,000 watch. That's awesome. This is great. And he's driving a $250,000 car, whatever, right? It's kind of going, touching back to what you and Will were kind of talking about. No one saw the struggle though. You didn't see him... Doing a workout six in the morning. You didn't see Will studying uh, late nights and getting up early, right? Yeah. Same thing with me putting up putting the album and the book together and stuff like that. Uh, anyone who bought a house, a fixer upper, knows the yeah. the daily pain that was of working full time and then after work, you know, to uh, get it done. yeah, get it done and ripping down sheetrock. And you learn. Yeah, absolutely. believe me, whether you want to or not, you're gonna learn something. Oh, you're I mean, gonna learn today. Yeah. It was like uh, what
1: you said last week, it was like you do, you only see the end result, like whatever the hour or whatever like the little exactly. the product that is that is put out that's all you see you don't see yeah. all the stuff that goes behind it all the stuff you're hours and hours of stuff you're putting into it
0: exactly yeah and and sometimes that's why they say you know like it shouldn't be you should appreciate the journey because the journey the process yeah. 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 is much more longer than the product yeah. when the product could just be a one thing and like wow that's I did I busted my butt all that time all those years for just that one moment and that yeah. was it that was it right so that that should go back into obviously I talk about in uh, episode thirty about reflecting and stuff. Yep. I actually do talk about whatever it takes and making it happen and stuff like that. But doing that little small reflection and actually appreciating the process, I think that's almost like gasoline or juice yeah. to to maintain that perseverance yeah. to yeah. keep yeah. the process going to to you know kick it kick it even further or whatever. So with that being said. What was one of the biggest things any of you guys had to have, you know, persevere or or, or went through to to I know, Will, you had talked about, um, you know, the whole school thing. Was there anything else that it was like a long process that (laughs) was kind of like, I can't believe that took that long or I can't believe I held on?
2: Yeah,
3: no, it was it was school was the first thing I thought of, Um, you know, again, starting from 2009 registering for classes and then graduating finally 2015 from the university and just looking back and seeing my family and kids and saying wow I did all this and and just like that I was done and like you said you have to appreciate the journey because sometimes you can forget along the way who who you know who helped you who was there for you and you know as much as my name is on that degree I love to put Everyone who helped me along the way yeah. on that degree, that's but guess true. what? They didn't take those classes. I did. Right, so, right,
0: um... Right. <laughs> oh. oh, okay. He got mad real fast. an yeah, yeah. <laughs> inside jokes himself. Gr- Yo, he was grateful for like three whole seconds. Yeah. and he got mad. <laughs> but guess what? Yeah, but none, but none funny, of y'all helped so. me. <laughs>
2: okay. He just told me. Okay. So yeah,
0: that
3: was that was to me. That was a uh, that was that was one of the biggest highlights. And, and knowing that now, I. I'm actually an adjunct instructor for the same community college that gave me the opportunity. Um you know, I'm it's just there's a lot to be grateful for.
0: Now, is that something that you you would eventually tell or talk to your students about if 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 you felt that conversation was necessary or somehow was brought up? Is isn't that something where you could use as a, a like a little motivator?
3: Oh yeah, in fact, uh, there were some students and and I did ask the question anyone graduating this semester and then I asked if they were going to go to the ceremony, and they said, no, I don't think I'll go to the ceremony. And, and I had to give a little speech and say, you have to go to the ceremony. Let me tell you, you only get one chance to walk up there and receive your degree. You can't actually repeat it. Yeah. You know, I know they have um, proms for, you know, some. They, go, they have these proms for people who didn't go to their prom back in high school. Yeah. Well, they don't have re-graduations. Uh, Let's let's redo your graduation. They don't they don't have that. So, you know, I told my students, you know, um, just appreciate the experience and go to the ceremony. So your family and your friends and whoever can um, share the uh, the moment. So,
0: yeah, I mean, that's like a once in a lifetime opportunity. Is, is basically <laughs> yeah. what you're saying. So it's like, if you missed it then, there's no, even if it's made up, I mean, even the example you gave that they do these, I guess, like, let's let's have a prom for the people who didn't make the prom, it's yeah. still not the, the same. same. You know it's, what I'm it's, saying? It's not the same, no. You're, you're not a kid anymore. You don't have, you have way more responsibilities. There's yep. things you're thinking about yep. that you weren't sure. thinking about when you're
3: 18 or 17 yeah. years yeah. old. It's totally I, different. And I, and I told them, I'd rather have a let's say boring forty five minute ceremony than to not attend at all and look back in you know in the future say, Man, how come I never went? You know? Yeah. yeah. So was, at least you gave yourself that opportunity. You gave yourself that experience. So what was
2: there what was their reasoning for not going? I mean you, you, you went to school, you did all this hard work and then you don't want to go and,
3: and It's funny that you asked that question because when my ceremony was up for the community college i told my wife i don't i don't think i'm gonna go i'm gonna just have oh. them now my degree and let me tell you man did she um did she give me her opinion about that and she said you better go because <laughs> you know you know it was just a lot of hard work and she said one thing you owe it to yourself and i Absolutely. said you know yeah yeah i do yeah. owe it to it's myself all, you, all the
2: dedication I, you did and all the hard exactly. work you, put you know it was you nice wanna... seeing
3: my my brother my parents and
2: you know sister-in-law and my Absolutely. kids they're proud of you and you're
3: all you know, there I remember I remember taking a final exam with uh my first my first uh daughter she was on my lap I think I was I think I was trying to get her to fall asleep and I was taking a final exam that was due that night You,
2: you have two daughters? Your first. No, first Yeah, you're right, you're right. My first, my first child. Kid. Oh, your first child. Okay. Yeah, I was first just clarifying. Child. <laughs> no persevere
3: <laughs> no, no i'm not like you not not everybody has 20 kids <laughs> let alone 20 girls Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah so
3: and again that if you guys want to know um kind of a history just listen to episode six uh never give up
0: yeah so c- going back with <laughs> with uh, with
2: episode six was Wilbur's whole history his yeah. life. Yeah, we yeah, yeah. gave a brief bio. That was yeah. bio.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he, he probably goes back and listens. To it yeah, how many times had, have you heard episode six? Because your I, name I was all up listened on that. To about six or seven times. Holy <laughs> smokes, dude! <Love laughs> yeah, he's probably so mad we left some stuff out. Yeah, we. Yeah. Left, I know we left Definitely some stuff left a out. Bit of things But no. uh, <laughs> well, we don't
0: because, like, even okay. So last week we had your brother on, and it was the same thing. Like, I, I was hearing portions of his story that I never knew or never even heard of. That I never knew or never heard of. And it was just fascinating to me. Uh, it's yeah. cool. I love listening to people's bios. Actually, right now, I'm reading uh, Harry Houdini's uh, biography. And some of the stuff that he's done and talk about perseverance. Like, this guy was set up, like, his whole point in the beginning of his career was to get a gig right once he got a gig everyone was after him that what he was doing was not real so he had to constantly prove himself it even came out so his whole thing was uh breaking out of handcuffs this yeah. is like in the beginning yeah and and all he had was like a, a blanket or something covering him what he did and he would put on these acts and they're saying oh your handcuffs are rigged right and this is you got real cheap you know ones that anyone could break out of so then he would have to he would basically have to do this to every show until he proved himself because yeah. they wouldn't believe him. They had cops, police officers coming from, from out of nowhere in the crowd and saying, use my handcuffs. You know, they're, they're constantly yeah. challenging, challenging him. him. Yeah. Yeah. And he got out of every single one. Wow. Well, then once he you know, made somewhat of a name here... He he went to, you know, overseas. I forget specifically where he went, but then it was like he had to do the same thing over, over? again. Oh Kinda explain himself and prove himself day in and day out. And and he was it eventually paid off, obviously, because everyone knows Harry Houdini, right? Absolutely. Um and he was just a guy who Initially he was breaking out of handcuffs yeah um, and that's, that's what
2: he started from was just breaking out of handcuffs
0: yeah, yeah yeah so he I mean there's there's a bunch of stuff you know how he got started he saw he saw like a magician live and and it just intrigued him from there so then he saved up all his like he did like little part-time jobs or whatever saved up his money and and you know bought his first like little magic you know, kit or something like that. So it started off like that, but he wanted to do something that no one was really doing. So he that's where the whole the handcuff trip. thing. Yeah. yeah. And then eventually ultimately his demise because he he got so risky in his stunts yeah. that he was like going underwater, caged up in like different kinds of stuff, buried alive. Yeah. And yeah, he was always trying to make himself bigger than what he was, but that was just because he wanted to be known. A lot of his stuff was crap. Like his half of his bio, like you have to read this bio because he made up his own life. Like he Hmm. told people who he was from places that he wasn't from. He said he came from a wealthy family. He came from like a very broke family. So like his whole thing was like this manipulate. Yeah. So he was constantly trying to do it. But in that industry, that's what you have to do. Right, right, right. Um, but yeah, he like talking about perseverance, I'm not even finished the book. I'm like halfway through, and it's it's very, very, very interesting. But even then, kind of like what will was talking about, his wife going with him and sitting in and 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 you know basically feeling bad when you know that the, he was told uh, that he had to take all those classes over again, and even when she told him you have to walk that he Harry Houdini had his wife with him she she was part of the act. It was kind of the same thing. It was like people don't realize. You know him, but she was also on stage with him. Everything that he did, yeah. But you oh, know right. Harry Houdini, you know right. what I'm saying. Yeah. So like he, always, it wasn't like he did this by himself. He was constantly practicing with her. He was constantly studying, and but she was there. She was kind of like the anchor, I guess, so to speak. And 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 when they say you know like opposites attract, right? This this also popped in my mind. Opposites attract for specific reasons. It's because they're filling a void yep. uh, that okay. we didn't even yeah. know we had sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Um uh, yep. When when. They said the saddest part in a marriage, of a diminished marriage, is when both people give up on the same day. Because uh, normally, how it happens, everyone who's been in a relationship for a week is one day you're just like, you know, what, screw this, I'm not. Yeah. And that person's the opposite. Like, come on, we can work through it. We just yeah. gotta blah blah blah. Yeah. When both people say screw it and walk away, that's the end of it. Yeah. But that's that's just going back to you know. Uh, when when some when you're going through stuff, when you're that's why you have that support system. That's why we can persevere through things because at times we do. Everyone here can't say they didn't they wanted to did not want to quit on something, not yeah. not want to quit on something. And we had a conversation with somebody or had a realization with something. You either saw something on TV, uh, had a quick discussion, maybe it was just looking in, into your child's eyes, but something was reminding us why yeah. why we're doing it. Yeah. And I believe. I do kind of you know tie goal setting with perseverance, um, but ultimately knowing your why, why yep. you're doing it. We mm-hmm. talk about this all the time. That's the gasoline, that's yep. the fire, that's what's gonna keep us going. Why in the world are you doing this? Yep, that's Let's right. be honest, 95% of the people don't even want to go to work, to work with somebody they can't stand. You know that yeah. old saying, right? Yep. Yep. Um, and, and, it's, and why are you doing that? Does, do, do people even stop and question themselves? Because that's a terrible way of persevering through something. Yeah, Because yeah. you're persevering through hell every single day, and yeah. I guess it just goes back to that, you know, what Will was saying. That I guess that's just survival. Like I don't yeah. even know that people work five days to live for two. I mean, it's sad when you actually yeah. think about it. Not in America, you shouldn't be doing that. Not in America. You know what I'm saying? It's not. We're, we're not. We're not. We're a very. We're a developed country that you should be able to uh, uh, pick and choose how. You want to conduct your life and ultimately your destiny. Don't not be trapped in this thing like you have to do that. No one, no one's forcing you, oh, well, I got bills to pay. You made those decisions. What you're doing now is paying for the poor decisions you made earlier in life. Yeah. And once you do that, set yourself up to, to become a better person. Don't just keep... It's like Will. Will kept going to get that diploma. He didn't want to live a certain life. And not saying it, it was because then... He was saying it wasn't even for a pay raise or a pay, you know, increase or whatever, but he was doing it for himself. And what that does is set his children up. His daughter may or may not remember sitting on his lap while he was taking that final exam. But now his, both of his kids have two parents with college degrees and that is now they can stand on the shoulders of their parents. How we always talk about, you can stand on the shoulders of giants. Will and his wife Marisol are giants for, metaphorically for their children. Yeah. All right, you know what? Will? how about how about you kind of talk about what what this thing was with with your your Porsche, your Porsche? <laughs> um, not not yeah. not the not not what happened uh as of the most current thing. Just talk about uh I guess whenever it was as a child, teenager, whatever, when you saw the first one or you wanted the first one cuz honestly, it's it's a it's a cool I think it's cool. That's a cool that hat. You that you actually <laughs> Ended up getting, you know, one of your dreams, attaining one of your dreams at a, at a, to what I would consider a young age. Yeah. Um, how many how many yeah. dream
2: cars did you have first of all? I'm sorry. How many dream cars have you had as a child, and how many of them did you actually? Have? I mean, he was always a knocking them back because he had the five point. Yeah, he had the, the Mustang. Right. That's what I'm saying. One of the must one was. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, you tell the story. You know better I, I, than me.
3: Actually, <laughs> at different stages of my life, I've always wanted different things. I've always wanted the '93 Cobra. So then I had, you know the Mustang but it wasn't the 93 Cobra. Um but anyway, going back to the Porsche uh thing, it was at my brother's wedding that I saw a 996 Turbo in a parking lot. Mm. And you know, I've always saw them in posters and movies and you know, the 993 Turbo was the iconic body style. When I saw the 996 Turbo in in the parking lot, I literally told myself, I said, one day I will have that turbo, and I actually, during the, the wedding, I asked my brother who drives that thing. And meanwhile, he's trying to focus on his wedding. Yeah, I'm trying, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out who's who's, who's the owned, who, person, who's the animal that owns that. Yeah, yeah, with the with the 996 turbo. So, um, and you know, so. Ten years or even more than that. I just kept waiting. I said, you know, one of these days I will get it. Um, And I did. I eventually got the 997 Turbo and just a generation newer than a 996. But, you know, to me, it was just a personal thing. Um, It's funny because you you get very humbled quickly uh, when you get around other people. That say, oh yeah, I have that. I use that as a daily driver, and I ha- also have a GT2 and a GT3 for the track. and And I'm like, geez, here I am, just <laughs> yeah. you know, happy to have one. And there's people that have two or three or, or even more. Yeah. In fact, in fact, um, I will be visiting a a collector. I think he has over 100 Porsches in in a in a warehouse wow. that we're gonna we're gonna you know that I'm gonna have a tour and. You know, and I appreciate it. I appreciate the brand. I appreciate everything about it. So, you know, it's just for me, it was a big deal. But, you know, you ask other people, they're like, oh, yeah my, yeah, my uncle has three of them. Or, you know, oh, yeah, yeah, I know someone with a Ferrari. Or, yeah, that, that's, and that's great. But for me, it was just so uh, you, you guys know me. The people who know me are not really surprised that I even got one. Miguel, were you really
4: surprised? No, nope. I actually caught me off guard when you told me you got one. I wasn't expecting it at the time, but yeah, I I eventually I knew you were gonna get one. Yeah, I knew, yes, well, I, knew you know.
0: I knew he was gonna get one. it's kinda like the same thing.
2: Um uh, I won't be surprised when I see the second one though. Because the way you're talking, like everybody <laughs> has two. Now I know you have two. You're gonna have one for the track.
0: Um or you could also no. get like a you know, like the SUV or something. But anyway, so going going back to to, to what he was saying, um I expected him to, because right, because you did. He will got basically or does whatever he's say yeah. say he's yeah. gonna do. He follows whatever. through with what he right. Said. He follows yeah. through. Um, I think what was fascinating to me was how fast he got it because yeah. you're you're saying I was like what? Uh, well, I guess that was 14 years ago. Now, we know now that was 14 years ago because Gilbert was on here last week told us he's been married for 14 years. Yeah. Uh, so, but I remember for your honeymoon. You you rented a Porsche, right?
3: I did. Yeah. It it was a it was at a bed and breakfast. In fact, the car that I ended up buying, I wasn't um I wasn't old enough to actually rent it, and nor could I afford it to rent it for two days. So wow. Um yeah, and I and I told my wife, I said, I I I just have to rent one. So it was kind of a she and you know we both enjoyed a bed and breakfast, and across the street um, they had a lineup of of the cars for you to rent so you know it was just a it's just a great experience um i i enjoy it you know so it's just uh you know it's just it's just a me thing you know
0: so so what would you say to the person to the kid who who, who wants you know whose goal is to eventually have an exotic car or or just something else. It did not have to be a car, because not every, not one of all of our listeners are car enthusiasts. But something that is big, where where blew your mind when you first saw uh, that Porsche sitting in the parking lot uh, fourteen years ago. To now, it's
3: just <clears throat> just uh, you just don't just don't give up, you know. Don't and don't settle either. Um, you know, there's I'm a type of guy that or type of person that I rather not settle and just wait. If I have to wait ten years to get something. That you know, I definitely do not need. It's a want thing. Then why not wait? So right. there's yeah. you know. So to the person who, who's inspiring to have something or do something, you know, just just wait it out. But keep you know keep chipping at it, and sooner or later you'll you'll get there. So, you just have to set yourself up and set your goals up and and you know back to the definition. You got to be persistent. You know you got to have a purpose and just stick with it. I think we all I think we all have done done that in in a certain aspect of just sticking with it.
0: Yeah, and I I like what you said there. Basically, you put a, you put value because you said it's a me thing, right? Yes. Because not everybody wants yeah. what you want, and no, not, exactly. not everyone wants what I want. But it was a me thing, and you put value on it, saying that you know you you weighed it. To get it Well if it's gonna take me 10 years I'm gonna wait the 10 years That you don't settle That you Me and Heck talk about this All the time Never settling And, and get it Actually getting what you want C- Cause otherwise What's the point The one time you settle the, We talk Me and Gabe talk about uh, How you do one thing Is how you do everything So if you're mm-hmm. just like Lazy in goal setting Or you're just like brutal on how you even Approach life You're just like Oh whatever I don't care You're just like Mumbling around All, all <laughs> floppy hand And just like it's almost depressing seeing people like that. I was like, "Dude, you you mean to tell me you never got something you actually wanted? You, how sad is it for your yeah. whole life that you're constantly just settled? You just yeah. settled for yeah. settled for your spouse, you settled for your house, you settled for your car, you yeah. settled for your career. You, dude, that's depressing. Just thinking about that. Um, but I
3: also keep it. You also have to keep it kind of realistic. Um, you know, I wasn't gonna say, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna wait until I can afford a nine eighteen spider. Well, that's over a million dollars." Yeah. I, you know, if I really said to myself, I'm not going to get anything, until will talk, you know, get in position, then I honestly will have to buy lottery tickets. I mean, yeah, that's yeah. the only way. Yeah, right. So again, you know, I I you have to set realistic goals but not sell yourself short at the yeah. same time. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you have to be somewhat realistic too. Uh, so that that's kind of my that's so, that's my take on
0: it. So so going from going from you know the million dollar thing. Say so you're saying eventually you could get the million dollar car, but but start somewhere.
3: You yeah, but even then, even then, I I I just wouldn't. That's not that's not a me thing to drive a. There be other things. There be there'll be other things for yes. you to get
2: before getting that million dollar. Yeah car. exactly yeah you know.
0: Yeah, no, no, no. I I meant not not you as in Will wanting that. I'm just saying like a person in general, say that was their goal, right? Or was that that million-dollar car. That wouldn't be my thing. But let's just say it is, let's just put it into terms of it is this overwhelming,
4: huge goal.
0: And and you're just saying like make progress along the way instead of just.
4: Yeah, well, it's like anything. You just take those baby steps. You start crawling, then you walk. So you got to get whatever steps there are in between that major goal. Yeah. Kind of unless, like did, said, unless, like you said, unless, like, well, yeah, exactly. Unless you hit the lottery, so you'll you buy your first house. It might be a fixer upper, and then you will get something bigger. Then you get, hopefully, you get something bigger. Then you'll probably get the mansion or whatever. If that's in your goals, to it's very relative. Way up to,
3: it's relative to who you are and who you want to be. It's it's you know there is no definition. I mean, my goal can be bigger or smaller than yours but that's up to me to define it not and not anyone else
0: oh so is that did you have like pictures anywhere did you draw did you doodle porsche emblems on your notepads while you know in the middle of a conference Uh, no you just let you just set it and let it go
3: no um the thing is the reason why i didn't have the posters um in fact i never even like going to the car shows because i would see one and i would just get too you know, not down, but like, man, I really want one, and you know, and I kept that to myself. I didn't doodle. I didn't have posters, you know. I because I felt that the more posters I had, it felt more unreal, unrealistic. You know, you, you put a poster of a of some model. You know, you know the chances of you dating her or him. <laughs> it, it's it's slim to none. Yeah. So yeah. true. To me, I looked at it that way. Like, why am I going to have posters? You know, it's just it's just something I kept to myself, you know, so I and I told a couple people to say, oh, you know, one day I'll have my portion. They'll, they'll just they'll just laugh. Um, but but that's OK. I didn't have to explain. I mean, really, you shouldn't have to explain to anyone. This is this is, you know, just a self. This is you. Just, this is who you are. It's just a me thing. That's right, Hector. You man.
1: But that's an interesting version of like you know instead of like the dream board type thing. Yeah. It's Like the the reverse of that. It's like instead yeah. of dream board is almost a discouragement as opposed to a, yeah. an encouragement.
0: Right. So, but it's how he views it though. Yeah. Like he said before, is a it's like a personal thing. So yeah. so he views it as that's unattainable. If it's there, if it's in a magazine, or if it's in a what's it called? That's that makes me feel like. I can't have it. It's it's yeah. so high on a pedestal that exactly. it's it's unattainable like it's it's I can't reach that. Right, right. Yeah. but some huh. people view it differently. So some people would view it and say, "Like, look, look it's, it's right in front of my face. I can see it. I yeah, can yeah. have it, and it's a constant reminder." So it really depends on. That's what they say. It's it's almost like people's diets and 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 uh, uh, career paths. You have to tailor it to you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you have to m- manipulate life and set goals to how you are. You have to know your personality. The biggest quote and it's two words. Ever known to man, and it's the the deepest, most philosophical thing you could probably hear. Is title is called "Know Thyself." Yeah, right. right? Mm-hmm. It's only two mm-hmm. words. If you don't know yourself, how are you going to teach your kids? How are you going to communicate with your wife? How are you going to communicate with the world? How are you mm-hmm. going to live effectively mm-hmm. uh, as a human being? Uh, so you need to know who you are. He knew that about himself, right? right. He knew he was going to persevere to get that diploma. He knew he was going to persevere to to one day attain. His his goal uh, of, of purchasing his dream car or one of his dream cars, yeah. Um, and, and we're not trying to put this uh, will into like this is all his life is consumed by. That was me <laughs> asking his question, asking this question for him to talk about uh, the Porsche. Uh, he he has a full time job and has a, a beautiful family. I'm not saying like his whole life revolves around a car and that's all he lives for. But I was just saying so, how he how he attained it yeah. was interesting to me. And then again, I didn't know that's how he, his outlook was of yeah. not having you know, images and, and, and stuff. But he knew himself enough to operate in that way. So, so Will, you, your kids see you or see this car parked in the garage, right? Um, no, I live in it. I live in the car. I don't do <laughs> how, do you, how do you explain that car to your kids? Because like, they see that you don't drive it every day. So what do you, what do you tell them? Cause it's, it's going to kind of lead into my next question.
3: Well, I don't, I actually, I just, I just tell them that this is, they know that I love cars. They know, they know that. And the way that they see it, they just want me to go past every car. And I have to explain to them, this is how you get speeding tickets in the morning. <laughs> you know, then I won't be able to take you guys to school. And then, you know, I will lose my license. If So that's the way they see it. And I like to keep it that way. You know, they, see, they just see it as a fun, a fun car. And it's funny because if me and my wife meet somewhere and I, you know, I'm in my other car, or she's in her car, and I ask, hey, who wants to go with me or, or mommy? They both say Mommy. But if I had the other car, the will both say, "Oh no, we'll go with Daddy." Yeah. <laughs> so that, that, that's messed up. So <laughs> <laughs> um, sometimes you know. Um, so really, I I don't really uh, get into you know detail. I just you know, I just they just see it as a as a fun as car. A fun, I don't. Yeah. Um, I haven't really said you know you, you know you if you work hard, you'll get this because then then they may think that you know, oh so if I work. Work hard. This is the only thing that I can get. No, yeah. it's just, it's just. I don't know if they're ready to understand that.
0: Yeah, and I, I, I think that's, that's yeah. true. Yeah. I mean, you teach your kids to the appropriate level of where they are. And, yeah, and, exactly. And obviously, it's not. You know, ultimately, you know, working hard and stuff like that isn't for, you know, materialistic goals when inside the the bigger goal I think was achieved is proving to yourself that you could get what you want. You can. And that was a bigger. That's the Porsche that's tattooed on the inside that no one will ever see, but makes you a better person inside knowing that. You know what? I shut all those guys up, all those people who doubted me. I proved to myself yeah. that I can set a goal and accomplishment. Yeah. I I proved to myself that I attained at one point was probably I thought was impossible. Yeah. It's all those things for a goose I would assume is kind of the same thing when you open up your own barbershop or you didn't even have the probably never even thought of it as a kid and then eventually it developed into, yeah. you know, into something like, you know, whatever. But how do you is there a way to teach kids perseverance or is it just
4: showing them uh honestly i think it's just like showing them everyone's going to deal with things differently yeah like like we were talking about his will's goals were different than your goals than everyone's so it's just like lead by example yeah and people and people like they challenge themselves differently and people accomplish things differently different paces faster and slower than others so there's no like oh you have to get this done around this time so you can get this like will he he uh he got, got had a had a decent job, still went to school, had a wife, kids, got the house suitable for his family, then he got he then he worked on his personal thing. It wasn't like, Oh, I got the car and was selfish and got this and bought a two seater car where his key has kids that don't fit in it, and I mean we mess with him all the time, but it's true, like he made sure his family's set, they have family cars, they have the house that suitable for the kids or whatever, then he got what his goal was. Yeah. So everyone works differently, everyone's like we're probably all working on our next like goal right now. Absolutely. So it's it, just.
0: It reminds me of the classic Ralph Waldo Emerson quote: "What you do speaks so loudly, I cannot hear what you say." Um, and and that's something that uh, it it it's true. It's a true testament. Um, yeah. in my book, there's a chapter about my dad, and and uh, I talk about his his work ethic, and then. I also talk about him never complaining about working so hard. Yeah. There's a difference between someone who works so hard and you're like, "Wow, I know, I respect that." To someone who works so hard and are constantly, "Oh my gosh, I just worked so hard today. I got a headache, my feet yeah. hurt, my shoulders hurt." Like just constantly complaining about it, where he never said anything about the work, right? The yeah. actual work. We just knew he worked hard, and it was one day, the story in in the book, I'll just kind of explain it briefly was i had possibly one of the worst days like at work and it was just everything went wrong it was no one person's fault it just everything happened all at once yeah. um you know meetings got canceled uh for some reason i i I wasn't you know making it happen and it just was frustrating the living crap out of myself and i was just driving home after you know one of my bad days at work whatever and i'm just driving home thinking to myself like oh my gosh, dude, I hope tomorrow's not going to be like that. I got to make sure tomorrow's like, that was terrible. That was the longest eight hours ever. So I pull up to the driveway and my wife is already home. And I get into the car, or I get out of the car and I walk in. And I remember before I got in, before I got out of the car, I told myself like, don't bring that bad day into the house it's it's not their fault it's not no one's fault it just that's the way some, sometimes it, it you know it, it it pans out or whatever mm-hmm. so i said just you know let's be happy let's just whatever so i was you know because i know thyself i know if i just carry that on i'm just gonna put it on you know other people so mm-hmm. i walk in the house as soon as i walk in the house my son comes running up to me he's like dad and we just yeah. gave me a big hug whatever and my and kelly's in the kitchen laughing because what he just said dad do we always laugh when he said that and i pick him up and i'm I, you know i drop my briefcase i walk into the kitchen and like kelly's making like my favorite dish He's yeah. making the chicken rice beans i'm like yes and i just sat down and we had dinner and had a fantastic night or whatever and we just i finished up you know what we were doing in the kitchen you know we were like talking having coffee whatever and i'm like all right i'm going to go take a shower i'm beat so i grab my i put my son down i grab my briefcase and i'm coming into my office uh, to put my my stuff away or whatever, and when I open the door, the first picture as soon as you see when you walk in is a is a old school picture of my dad. Will, you see it up there right above, heck,
4: I do, yeah.
3: I do.
0: It's a uh, it was it was uh, it was my dad. You know, probably like thirteen, fourteen years old, and boom, it all hit me, and I just got like watery eyed and all whatever because I'm thinking I'm like, wow, I wonder how many terrible days my dad had that we did not know. Yeah, because my son would never know that day. Right. He just saw yeah. me as happy and I came in with no I didn't even say anything to my wife. She didn't even know. She just thought I had a fantastic day too. Yeah. yeah. And then when you think about that, it really is what you show. And I, didn't, I never talked about it, I never yeah. whatever, it was like, Oh yeah, today was today was all right, not bad, not bad. <laughs> in the back of my mind, like there's steam kinda of my ears, but I showed them, yeah. you know, through through in that manner and I, I yeah. do think it's something you show. Um yeah, you I'm sure you can explain to your kids and and kinda like what Will was saying, it' depends on their age obviously i'm not going to read to my two-year-old son the definition of perseverance
2: yeah
0: heck heck would
3: (laughs) yeah heck would definitely yeah but it'll take them probably two hours to go to each kid
0: (laughs) 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 oh man all right so moving right along to the final segment titled what would you do all right what would you do If you tried to figure a new way to accomplish your goal for the 999th time and failed, can you honestly say you would give it the 1000th time a world? So where this is coming from is to, according to some people, it took Thomas Edison over 10,000 tries slash ways to invent the U.S. light bulb. Some said he had some help from other scientists by doing this. And then I'll follow up with a quote from Thomas Edison. I have not failed. I've just found 10,000 ways that won't work.
2: He saw the brighter picture in it like it was... Literally. No (laughs) pun intended.
3: (laughs) But also he understood the importance of what he was trying to accomplish. Yeah. I mean, so I think that that makes a difference too. He was determined whether if it took 10,000 or 20,000 ways to do it. I mean... It's the U.S. light bulb, so yeah. look, we still yeah, use it no, till this exactly. day.
1: Exactly. But, I mean, that's and, the thing. It It, doesn't, it, it matters, like, what if you know what you want, it doesn't matter how many times you're going to try. I mean, the 900 exactly. times doesn't – you're probably not even counting at that point, but you're going to keep doing it anyway.
0: Yeah, and I thought his outlook on it was fascinating. He said he didn't fail. Yeah. yeah. yeah True. Know you know what I mean? Like, yeah. when you think about it, it's like, dude, yeah. people will say that you failed – you're a failure. Spent ten thousand times, come on. I even dropped it by, you know, ninety percent. I said yeah. nine hundred times if you tried and yeah. would you try. Yeah. Dude, I don't know. Some people won't even pass try nine times. Yeah, uh, Matt, but that t- was t- like
2: t- me, my driver's license. Uh, <laughs> <you> I failed, <persevered, laughs> heck man! I, I yeah. failed like You're nine right. times, but that tenth time, I I had to get that permit. The people <laughs> taking you persevered. Just like, some well, people yeah, gave or, up yeah, on yeah. you. Some people gave up on me. I didn't give up on me. I mean, I was twenty four when I well, got my license,
0: you didn't give, you but, give you didn't nope. take it serious, so they gave up
4: on. And you. I was not letting you drive my car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so oh, so so would you?
0: Could you honestly say you would give? If your the, goal was
1: strong enough, sure. Yeah. You're going to keep going no matter what. It, yeah, I guess how deep if, your yeah, desire is. If you know it's is. possible, you know, yeah. yeah. It's like going back to like the why. If you know your why, the, it doesn't matter what happens. And
2: you know you're you. But what's mind-blowing
0: about that, I, I don't <laughs> think he knew it was possible. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. he invented something, so it's like you don't even know if it's this is even possible, yeah, sure. and you keep trying. You know what I'm saying? Like Will Will knows people, or knew people who owned, who had diplomas or who owned the Porsche. so he knew it's possible. So he's just doing it. Can he do it? Yeah, he's right. inventing something. We don't even know if it's possible, and he keeps trying. You know what I mean? There, yeah. There's a there's a there's a, they say there's a there's a thin line between insanity and genius, and he was tinkering between there. Seriously, because yeah. you got to be somewhat is genius, of nuts. Though. Yeah, it's, I, some people I say it's it a is. form of, yeah. 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 I don't know, I, I couldn't say, and it's kind of, I guess it's what Gabe is saying, it goes back to, it. how deep is your desire? Um, yeah. Right. Napoleon Hill wrote a book like 16 Lessons to Success or whatever, and in it, uh, Andrew Carnegie hired uh, Napoleon Hill to come up with, a- Andrew Carnegie was back in the, you know, late 1800s to early 1900s, was the steel king and at one yeah. point was a wealthiest man on in, in the planet and he hired napoleon hill to study successful people he had friends like john d rockefeller and mm-hmm. and henry ford and and he he hired them to, you know, to see if there was a common thread in successful people. These, these guys were the billionaires of their time. And he, they found traits and characteristics. And finally, after 20 years of studying successful people, he came out with this book, 16 Lessons of you know, uh, Ultimate Success or something like that. But he, he then put it into th- uh, Think and Grow Rich, which okay. is a very watered-down version of the real deal. So you're not even really getting anything out of, you know, a lot of people don't know that. But anyway, so one of them was titled burning desire. You have to have a burning desire. Like Mm -hmm. no matter what it takes, I'm going to get this. I don't care if it'll be the death of me. I will get this. I will succeed at attaining whatever my ultimate goal is or whatever it is. So burning desire is that person who does it 10,000 times or that passes that 999th time or whatever. Right, um, it's hard to see people get it easy. Will like like you were talking about. You knew somebody. You just got your first Porsche, and somebody's talking about like this. They're on their third or whatever. Um, I talked about this when I was at Temple University studying. I had to study. Like I actually had to work to earn my grades. Some people just are naturally gifted and knew yeah. how to take tests and were just intelligent spe- people. Yeah. I, I'm not. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean. I'm just not, dude. I just I have to work hard with, with stuff like that and. Yeah. I was determined there was no way in hell that person was gonna get a degree and I wasn't. Because I worked so hard for it. I'm like, there's no way. You're not better than me. I'm not better than you, but you're definitely not better than me. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like that a competitive edge burning desire, whatever that was. But yeah.
4: Yeah, man, at the end of the day, when you guys walked down the aisle, no one knew who worked harder than exactly. else. So you guys both got the same thing.
0: Exactly. And I remember w- w- going back to what Will was saying where one of his students said they potentially were not going to walk yes. uh, for their ceremony and, and will as well. I That never crossed my mind. But I remember w- walking into – I graduated Temple University, so we're in the Corps Center. This place was massive, right? Yeah. I walk in and there's thousands and thousands of people. And I look up and spot it, you know, like my family, like in the, you know, in the bleachers or whatever it was in the seats. And I felt everything was worth it. Just right there, just seeing everyone standing up and cheering, just looking up. And Ava was like a baby. Yeah, Uh, My grandma was there. My aunt was there. My parents. I mean, it was so just that that one little moment though I remember just like looking up I'm like I don't care. Like you said Will, it's it's a boring ceremony. It really is. There's nothing fun about the actual ceremony until you get your name gets called and your family gets to see you walk. Yeah. yeah. Other than that you're just sitting there like and you're cheering on a couple of the, you know your classmates but there's so many people you don't even know 95% of the people there. Yeah. Um, but true. but but it's it's definitely worth it. The go, going back to, you know, perseverance, it is having a burning desire. Right. It is knowing your why. Um, that's the gasoline that's going to fuel you. That's the gasoline that fueled Will to get you know attain his accomplishments and all of yeah. us here, uh, and 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 we continue to grow. Will I'm sure has you know new goals for other things that he wants to attain. More school. More school. I don't know Is more school in the in, in the bucket list there,
2: buddy. Well, he's teaching now, so.
3: Um. Not. Not at this. Not at this time. No. Grad school. Um. I have thought of it, but not right now.
2: Yeah. Good for so, you. You're gonna enjoy it a little bit.
3: Yeah, I have to. You know, it's it's a it was a lot of years of back to back semesters. You know, keep well, I mean, in mind, I I only took one semester off.
2: Yeah, yeah. so but you still accomplished yeah. within five years, five six years. I mean, you say you started in '09 yeah. and you were done in yeah, '15. I, yeah, it's exactly. Still uh, good, I just though.
3: went into oh, I went into overdrive when <clears throat> I, I mean, got to the university.
0: Everything doesn't have to be about a car, Will.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, overdrive. <laughs>
0: yeah, okay, put it in sixth gear and then I dropped. It to, <laughs> then I dropped it to fourth. <laughs> All right, cool. So that wraps up this episode titled Perseverance. I'm gonna read the last two quotes, one by John D. Rockefeller and Newt Gingrich. So the first one is by Newt, and he says, Perseverance is the hard work you do after you get tired of doing the hard work you already did.
4: Hmm.
0: That's I love that. Yeah. Wow, yeah, that's called grinding. That's grinding, a, yeah, that's that's grinding pretty, boy. Pretty that's hustling right Might there. Be a will. Uh, everything. That's Will and Overdrive. That's Will. <laughs> well is that all wheel drive
2: or rear wheel? That's two wheel, two wheel, two wheel.
0: wheel drive.
2: all right wonderful. Um, what is it? The driver's side or the passenger one the front, side? One in
4: the one in the back.
2: Yeah, no, yeah, what, drivers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my goodness, Jim, get
3: to the next. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: And the last quote is by John D. Rockefeller. I do not think that there is any other quality so essential to success of any kind as the quality of perseverance. It overcomes almost everything, even nature. Um, Wow. That's a bold statement. That's, That's wild. So anyway, this episode was titled Perseverance. In this episode, we discussed why some people persevere and others don't. Our stories of perseverance, we discuss whether or not perseverance is connected to goal setting, how to teach our kids perseverance and its value, and our outlook on continuing the path to accomplishing our goals. We wrap the episode up with quotes from Newt Gingrich and John D. Rockefeller. And, of course, we had our beautiful, friendly, family friend will rodriguez joined us today thank you will Uber. we appreciate you no buddy.
3: no thank thank you guys for having me on i support what you guys do i have listened to every episode and by the way jim i know you said that when people drive and listen they're not actually listening yeah. no i actually do listen on bluetooth so, ah, um, yeah there you go. Man, nice yeah so so yeah no keep up the good work uh i enjoy the show and thank
0: you for Giving me the opportunity absolutely yeah so thank you for joining us and there we have it guys don't forget to visit the website jimmylevelez.com. follow the blog if you have any inquiries or questions you would like for us to answer on a future episode uh just email us at info at and on behalf of myself and the rest of the crew we wish you massive success and until next time adios